This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com. Or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers, and you know what makes me mad? When insurance companies deny your claim for no good reason. That's why people call me. I'm the lawyer insurance companies don't want to deal with. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the last Raptors Reaction Podcast of the regular season. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors had, I mean, I wouldn't say a disastrous night, but uh, it, it, I'm not feeling great. So uh, coming into the last game of the season, the Raptors had a couple of things uh, on their plate. One, they wanted to get to 60 wins as evidenced by the fact that they played all their guys instead of resting anybody. Uh, two, the Raptors... Um, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily had a specific opponent in mind, um, but you you could extrapolate based on how hard they were playing as the Heat um, that, you know, they probably wanted to be, play the Heat because if you beat the Heat, you increase your chances of playing the Heat uh, in the first round as opposed to someone like, you know, Milwaukee or Washington. But, of course, you know, the rest of it was pretty much outside the Raptors' control. I mean, you know. Yeah, they needed uh, Cleveland to take care of their business. They didn't. They needed um, Milwaukee to take care of business. They didn't. Um, they needed Washington to take care of business, and they didn't. And as for the Raptors, they couldn't even take care of business because in the end, the result was already fixed. The Raptors are going to face the Wizards in the first round and the Cavs in the second round. And you can tell by my tone that it's not exactly a great thing. Um and, you know, in the end, the Raptors still, you know, had this game to win. I mean, at that point, it became meaningless what happened with this game. But the Raptors then kind of went all out to win this game, and they lost. So they lost by a score 116-109 to 109, uh, in overtime uh, at the American Airlines uh, Arena. Um, you know, the Heat were tremendous defensively. Um, especially against the Rosen, completely smothered him, didn't allow him to dribble at all. Uh, and you know, they, I mean, how could you, how could you stop a, a team that plays Kelly Olenek and Wayne Ellington? It's just not possible. I mean, you can't stop Wayne Ellington from becoming 
the second coming of Ray Allen with uh, six threes in the fourth quarter as part of a career-high 32-point effort off the bench uh, with a career-high eight threes. And you, you definitely can't stop Cal Olenek from grabbing offensive rebounds and looking like, you know, some sort of 2015 LeBron James. Um, and, you know, really, the only thing you really can't expect is the Raptors to, uh, you know, step up and match a level of physicality because when the other team dictates the level of physicality, and especially if the other team is Miami, which is, you know, Miami is one of the most physical teams in the league, and, um, you know, they're aggressive, they come after you, um, you know, they play like a, like a rabid pack of dogs, and, um, uh, especially, you know, when the officials sort of have a loose whistle and sort of allow it to go that way, um, they can be overwhelming, and, and a lot of times the Raptors looked overwhelmed. Uh, and, and then you throw in a couple of, you know, si- sideways calls, Raptors calling for 24 fouls, Heat calling for 18, despite one team being infinitely more physical and aggressive than the other. You get these results like this where the Raptors lost, which, you know, I, I'm not really bumming about the loss. Whatever, it's not a big deal. Like, whether or not they won... F- 59 or 60 it doesn't really matter to me uh it it you know the first seed is pretty much all that i cared about and who they played in the first round is all i cared about but here we are the raptors are not going to play the heat which i guess is a relief for a lot of people i mean it's not exactly ideal to play the heat um you know this is a level of physicality they can play with and they're uh, a system oriented team much like the boston celtics and they're they're physical. They're overwhelming. Their home crowd is uh, you know really good. I, I know people shit on the South Beach crowd, but they really get into it. Um, and you could tell that that like atmosphere really does influence how officials think um, based on you know the calls that they will give. And they got a lot of guys that can hurt you. I mean, like you know, Olenek is capable. I guess Winslow apparently can drive now and cross over and shit. And Adebayo is a big problem for the Raptors because they just can't handle him physically. And Ellington, I mean, we already saw Ellington hit that game-winning layup uh, at, uh, you know, at the ACC. And, you know, who knows, man? Another day, James Johnson could do something. Hassan Whiteside is a waste, man, whatever. Tyler Johnson, not really. But, I mean, like, seriously, they didn't even have Goran Dragic today. And, you know, the Heat are a tough opponent. I'm, I'm not saying that I was necessarily hoping for the Heat. It's just that, like, man... When it comes down to star talent and things like that, the Heat don't quite have it. Um, I mean, Dragic does it like maybe half the time, but really he doesn't really have it like that. Uh, and, you know, if uh, in the playoffs, and, and it's really reductive when it comes to the playoffs, but in the playoffs, um, it really comes down to things like who are your best players and can they sort of generate offense out of thin air and, and how, you know, brave and capable are your supporting cast to either pick up your stars or follow in their lead and i don't know man we saw it out of milwaukee that 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 aggression the milwaukee can play with it's definitely there it hasn't been there in a while um and today they they were down 70 to 29 at one point to the philadelphia 76ers which is um just shameful but um, you know, we know Washington can p- to get to that level. We've seen Washington sort of consistently raise their level of play in the playoffs. They're a team that doesn't fear anybody, and it's kind of irrational. Obviously, they think too much of themselves, but, you know, they're a team that's dangerous. And, of course, you they can always think back to 2015. I think they do hold a mental advantage over that end. And as much as, you know, the Raptors have changed, you know, um, the circumstances around the team, uh, and they changed the style of play and this and that, um, you know, Ultimately, Washington is still a pretty bad, pretty bad uh, matchup for the Raptors, and and I'll, I'll talk more with Blake 
tomorrow um, for a uh, like a weekly extra podcast just to specifically preview the Wizard series and talk about storylines and you know think of all the ways the Raptors can hurt the Wizards and all the ways the Wizards can hurt the Raptors. But I mean, realistically, like it's it's not a great look. And also, it's not even the first one that's that big of an issue because I think the Raptors can go past the Wizards. It's just it's just going to take like six games. Um, also, the Raptors are now going to face the Cavaliers in the second round, and you know this is the hardest road possible, basically, and that's that's really unfortunate because you know the Raptors as the first seed, they took care of business, they did everything they needed to do all season, and meanwhile they get to face the reward for doing everything right in the regular season is to face the two teams that um, have pretty much just stunk it up in this in the, in the regular season i've treated it like they don't care and um you know that's the wizards and that's the cavaliers it's uh it's not ideal it really is not ideal um you know the raptors could have played like the bucks and indiana or the bucks and boston or something like that nope 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 they get the hardest road it's good it's good for every for everything that did right they get the hardest road that's just how it. That's how it shakes out for them. But look, realistically, look. If, if the Raptors come through with a, I don't know. If they just maintain their level of play and going into the playoffs, um, I think they they'll be fine. They they really will be. I mean, I I don't know if they'll be beating the Cavaliers necessarily, but you know they could put up a fight and whatever. And if they look respectable throughout all of this, maybe the Raptors can gain a measure. You know respectability um, that, you know, the organization hasn't had. I think that's the biggest thing for the Raptors. This whole playoff run, this whole season, pretty much the whole ethos of this entire era is that the Raptors are legit. That's that's what they want to say to people. They're a legitimate team. They're a serious club. They have real intentions. They do, you know, they're willing to change. They're willing to uh, adopt new styles of thinking. They're able, they're willing to change their players. And yet, you know the history is still there. The history is still there, and and the history of this uh, this current core um, over its many iterations and whatever is just that they have consistently not necessarily performed uh, up to the standard that they set for themselves the regular season in the playoffs. And so uh, I am anticipating a very difficult uh, month coming up for the Raptors. Um, but you know it would be very sweet to knock out the Wizards for sure. Of course. Uh, it's not going to be that sweet if it's going to take six games or whatever, but, you know, that's fine. And then the Cavaliers, it's going to be tough. I mean, the Cavs are weaker than they ever have been, but also the Cavs are pretty good. I mean, I know they lost to the Knicks today, but that's pretty much just because LeBron didn't try. When LeBron tries, it's a different story. It really is a different story. And, um, yeah, I mean, the Raptors have home court. That's cool. You know, the Raptors are good at home, for sure. Uh, but, you know. It's not great. It's not great. I mean, realistically, I would have loved to look back on the season and, you know, thought about, yeah, 60 wins. It's fantastic. Um, you know, it's been a season full of so many positives and whatever. But, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It's kind of a, it's just a big bowl of shit waiting for you at the, at the, in the playoffs because you, you get these tough opponents. But whatever. I guess they just have to beat them and prove they're legitimate, and hopefully it's this like fantasy revenge tour where the Raptors take down all their biggest adversaries and uh, you know get crowned as East champions or something. I I don't know. I mean the Sixers are also looking great, so you know they're there. Also, it's not great that the 
freaking Celtics have probably a very, very easy path to get to the second round and maybe even the third round. Not great, but, you know, that's the reward you get. Sometimes you do everything right in life, and then bam, you face the Wizards and the Cavs. So, as for this game itself, I mean, Kyle Lowry played great. Um, Lowry was on the cusp of a triple-double, one assist away, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. He gets the first star. Um, Lowry was very aggressive, um, looking for his offense, which is great. Uh, I especially liked how Lowry uh, actively looked out for the mid-range jumper um, because I think in the playoffs especially, like teams are really going to focus on running him off the three-point line um, and also uh, you know, sending help at the rim. So it's going to be imperative for Lowry to find other ways to score in that mid-range game where he takes like two steps basically and he pulls up uh, either turning over one shoulder or the other shoulder or just a straight up pull up he usually turns in some way uh, and fades a little bit um, that shot is going to be there for Larry a lot of the times based on how the defense covers him and I think it's a good shot because like percentage wise it's not necessarily the result you want but in a tight game where you need a basket that's going to be a big shot that I, and I would hope to see more of with Larry because he hasn't really done it much this season but he pulled it out a couple times tonight. He was pretty good. Um, second star, I would give it to... Man. I guess Yaka Pirtle. Um, you know, 16 points, 12 rebounds off the bench, 8 of 10 shooting. Uh, had the had a putback to send the game into overtime. Um you know, Pirtle was very active, um, finishing a lot of plays. I mean, keeping, playing, keeping plays alive. Um, you know, he was bullied on the other end, which is prone. Oh, my God. The Heat had 19 offensive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is just a real weakness for the Raptors. I've said this pretty much all season. From basically that Spurs game, which was like the fourth or fifth game in the season, I've said this is a weakness, and it continues to be. Um, but, you know, Pirtle got bullied a little bit on the boards. Um, but, I mean, Pirtle was fantastic offensively, so I, I can't really complain. He gets the second star. And then the third star, it's it's really hard to find a third star. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say three Raptors played well in this game. Um, Siakam, again, was not there physically and let the Heat bully him. CJ Miles was bricktastic. Norman Powell barely played. Van Vliet got hurt. Um, he got a bruised shoulder. Um, hopefully this doesn't hold enough for too long, but he's super, super important to what the Raptors do. So, um, fingers crossed on that one. Delon, I mean, he had the lowest plus minus on the team and he, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it was there for Delon. I mean, I saw the one way drive past him. That shouldn't happen in 2018. Surge had four shots. And two points. OG had five points. There, there is no third star. There's just two stars tonight. And then it turns your Joan Henderson Award. Of course, it's Wayne Ellington. The man had 32 points on 12 of 16 shooting. I'm disgusted. He turned into Ray Allen uh, in his prime. And, you know, I think the Raptors actually played pretty good defense against him. It was just he was hitting some crazy shots. I don't know. The Raptors, um, these triple handoffs with, with these shooters going around. Uh, I don't know. It just seemed like they were unclear as to what they wanted to do. Like, were they going to switch? Were they going to um, jump out? Were they going to double or whatever? Like, I, I don't. I don't really know. But I don't think the communication was fully there because you know, there's, you wouldn't want a guy like Ellington to f- get free for twelve shots. 
from deep and 18 shots overall. But I don't know. The Raptors really struggled with keeping up with him um, from you know side to side on the court. And usually they would rely on someone like Van Lee to do the um, the coverage on this one because Van Lee's so good at evading screens and um, you know he's tough as nails, whatever. But didn't have him available today for a lot of the the key stretches in the fourth quarter. So yeah. Raptors regular season is done. Fifty nine wins. Uh, it's franchise high. The Raptors are the first seed. That's the good thing. The bad thing is they got to play Washington in the first round and <laughs> Cleveland in the second round, <laughs> and they didn't even get sixty wins. And Van Vliet got banged up a little bit. Not exactly a great finish to, to the regular season, but maybe they're just trying to prime everybody for what's to come in the playoffs because it's gonna be a lot more stressful things than Wayne Ellington hitting thirty two points. So that does it for the podcast. Um, like I said earlier, there's gonna be a playoff preview pod with Blake coming out tomorrow night um so look out for that uh if you want you know a look ahead at the wizard series uh and also as a reminder um you know I've started a NBA podcast with uh my buddies Joe Wolfon and Joseph Gashara both whom you've heard on the Raptors Public uh, podcast airwaves before as guests um the three of us, we do a weekly podcast that comes out on Monday afternoons um, that just covers general NBA stuff. I think there might be a playoff preview podcast coming out as well, just for the whole playoffs as a whole. Uh, that one's still tentative, but there will definitely be podcasts every Monday, um, and you can find that podcast. It's called Pound the Rock. Shout out to Dwayne Casey. Um, but, you know, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. I think it's on Spotify as well, so um, find it there. And if there's other, any other, like, I don't know, podcast streams that you listen to that, that, you know, you want to hit me up on just like, just, you know, at me on Twitter. Uh, and I'll try to pass it on to our, uh, our tech guys basically to get it up there. So that does it for the podcast. Again, thanks to everybody for, um, supporting the show. Uh, it's seriously, it's been, it's been phenomenal. It's the first year I've, uh, I've opened it up, um, to sort of that platform. And, um, you know, people have supported the Patreon like crazy, which I appreciate tremendously. Um, you know, for everyone that's that's read or shared ten things or listened to the podcast or any of the other columns that I've done, I mean, seriously, I, I, you know, it, it, I, I love it's it's a lot of love, uh, and um, it, I don't know, I'm gonna go with the LeBron route and say I'm humbled by, it, which is true, I really am humbled by, it, you know, so I guess that's not the LeBron route, but seriously, it, it's the the support has been phenomenal, and um, you know. 10 things will go through the playoffs reaction podcast will go through the playoffs will probably be a bit longer i'm hoping to do the same thing i did last year which is talk to zarar um and call him up because he's a um i don't know i just i love talking to zarar he's got a big picture look because he's older and (laughs) that's just the facts um but um yeah there you know there'll be 10 things there'll be reaction podcasts there'll also be a playoff uh preview post Against the Wizards, I mean, that's, I don't know. Uh, that, that one's subject to a time constraint because I'll be quite, quite busy over the next two days. But, um, you know, that'll come out too. Probably on Friday afternoon. So, look out for that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, those are for the pockets. It's, now it's for real. It's playoff time. The Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig is the perfect start to set any holiday vibe. The Home Bar makes over 30 cocktails, brews, ciders, and more, all at the push of a button. From cosmopolitans to old fashions, each pod contains real ingredients and premium spirits. Insert the pod and let the Home Bar do the work. Go to drinkworks.com to order your Home Bar and see all available drinks. 
Drinkworks. Press play. Keurig is a registered trademark of Keurig Green Mountain, Inc. Used under license. Please enjoy responsibly. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com/safety or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.